Welcome to the game of crowdfunding draft pick edition recorded Tuesday, April 29th, 2014. We are back with more draft picks and I am Jeff King and with me as always is Sarah Reed. There you go. Yep, I'm here. That's right. We are back. We're back uh, and better or something. Well, at least back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> no ego. <laughs> it's my it's my motto, no ego. No, no. <laughs> so we are uh, still doing season three of the draft picks, mm-hmm. and we are back again. Sarah, did you get a chance to listen to the last game of crowdfunding interview with uh, Matt Riddle and, and Ben Pitchback? Unfortunately not. I am still several um, interviews behind. All right. Well, so, I, I will not spoil it for you, but you should go listen to that one. I will. I will. I have them all downloaded. <laughs> so that's step one. No, just specifically that one. Oh, just specifically that one. Okay. <laughs> I will listen to it. You got mentioned. So just, <gasps> I got I'll mentioned. Just that. I'll just... Oh, <laughs> makes me feel so special. No ego here. Just makes me feel special. <laughs> so I thought you would appreciate that. And I knew you were, uh, I knew you were trying to play catch up. So I just uh, yes. thought I would mention that. Well, thank you very much. If you want a little warm fuzzy, you can listen to that one first. Yay, warm fuzzies. (laughs) All right. So we have two weeks prior of uh, various matchups that we want to update everybody on very quickly. Mm -hmm. So uh, going back to April 1st, our first set of matchups was Heavy Steam versus Sakura. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's see, uh, Heavy Steam is still not funded yet, which surprises me. Yeah. It's at 63% funded. Looks like it has $34,793. Still looking for 55000 Still goes till May 13th. And 326 backers. Yep. And Sakura finished uh, yesterday. And thankfully they funded, they were looking for 25,000 and they got 33,463. So they got 134% of their, their goal and with, uh, 489 backers. And then round two, you started us off. Yes. With the lost lands, the lost city of Baracus, it has done amazingly well. They were looking for 15,000 and they're currently at 47,585 so that's 317% funded they have 820 backers and that still goes to May 4th for those interested in checking that out nice and i put clash dawn of steam up against that unfortunately clash dawn of steam does not look like it's going to fund oh. it's only got like 38 hours left as of this recording and is only at 64% uh, and, so it needed 18,500 currently sitting on just shy of 12,000 again going till May 1st uh, or morning of May 1st 211 backers so that one it's a solid game i really wish it mm-hmm. would be fun but doesn't look good oh man that sucks so then we're going to go into round 3 was both of us yes so uh that one did did end so we might yep. as well update on it so it was foretold rise of a god. They were looking for 25,000. They ended with 31,348, which is 125% of funding. They had 278 backers and yeah, they ended April 20th. So that's a wash for both of us, but at least it was successfully funded. And then we go into round four. You started us off in round four. 
Yes, and I'm very sad about this one. The big time ended and it did not fund. Uh, they were looking for 10,000. They made just about 58%, 5,824, and they had 11, 111 backers, but it ended April 24th and it did not succeed. It looked like a really cute little card game. And I put Little Dungeon Turtle Rock against that. Uh, struggled for a while, but pulled it out mm-hmm. in the end. So they were looking for 8,500. He got a little over 10,000 with 498 backers. So that did very well. Yep. Then we go into the last round for those picks. Round five was I picked Stay Away. Mm-hmm. Currently 160% funded. Looking for 8,000. Got just shy of 13,000 right now. And continues to go until May 4th and 373 backers. Yep. And I put uh, against that Bellwether, the School of Wizards, which did successfully fund. They were looking for 2,000 and they got 2,616 with 54 backers. Although for the matchup, you'll get all the points since mine was such a low funding. But I'm just happy it succeeded. Yes. It's always good when our picks at least get funded. Yes. Which is really what we're in this for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then our April 15th matchups. Uh, we start off Sarah's franchise pick. Right. Eggs and Empires. That is now just about funded. Yeah. 10,209 and they're looking for 10,000. So they're 102% funded. They have 568 backers and it goes till May 14th. So still plenty of time to jump on that. All right. Round two. Uh, round two. I started off with unknown. And that one is currently sitting at 60% funded. So looking for 25000 It's got $15,151 right now and 211 backers and still goes until May 18th. And I put up against that Minion, the epic multiplayer strategy card game, and they are at 81% funded. They're looking for 26000 They currently have $21,063, 487 backers, and that goes till May 11th. And you start us off for round three. Round three, I picked the Storyteller cards, the fantasy edition, and they successfully funded. They were looking for 13000 and they ended with 16639 so it's 128% funded, and they had 604 backers. Uh, and against that, I put the Miskatonic School for Girls Holiday Break Expansion, which was looking for $12,500, got $14,181, 340 backers, and it has finished. Nice. And then going into round four, I chose Stratagem, uh, which is currently sitting at 35% funded. They are looking for $20,000 altogether. Currently at $7,071. 105 backers and goes until May 30th. And I put up against that Bullfrogs, the strategy card game of amphibian combat. They are funded but still have time to go. So they're looking for $15,000. they are at 19280 so that's 129% funded with 648 backers, and it goes till May 2nd. Yes, they got a nice little boost this past week. Yes, they did. I'm very happy about that. It looks really good. All right, so round five, you start us off. Right. I picked Pirates card game. They were looking for 8000 They have funded with 10000 
or funding with 10,921. They still go to May 23rd. They currently have 328 backers and then 137% funded. All right. So then I put up Cthulhu's Vault against that, which is currently at 198% funded. So 578 backers. They were looking for 8,000. They are currently at 15,846. And that goes until May 15th. I guess that just goes to show Cthulhu is more popular than pirates. <laughs> Cthulhu. See, you got to make a Cthulhu pirate game. There you go. Then it'll really do well. <laughs> so those are our previous matchups. Some of those we get mm-hmm. to close out. Some of them we will talk to you about again when we come back next in two weeks, actually. Yep. I want to say next week, but it's two weeks. Every two weeks. I don't think I could keep up with every week. Too much <laughs> Kickstarter. Ah, No such thing. <laughs> so matchups for this choosing let's see i guess i go first don't i yes because i picked first last time yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out there a little bit i think okay for my franchise pick i'm going to choose black forest yep all yours all right i wasn't sure because yeah it's probably not as well known oh but i saw it yeah <laughs> It's a good one. A board game for three to five players working together to upgrade their village, but one player is secretly a werewolf bent on destruction. So uh I actually passed this one up two or three times and then kept coming back to it and it's like, well, wait a minute, let me let me check that out again. And I like it because it's got a lot of little things going for it. It's worker placement, mm-hmm. card drafting, a trader mechanic. Yep. And I like a good trader mechanic if it's done well. So uh, I'm always interested to see how other people will Im- implement the trader mechanic. So it's currently 47% funded, looking for 30,000, currently sitting at 14,130, 228 backers, goes until May 23rd, and $45 will get you the game. I'm going to put up against it March of the Ants. That's a match. All right. March of the Ants. It is a a strategy board game for two to four players where you are exploring, you're foraging, you're evolving your ants, and you're trying to march your way to victory. And I don't normally like ants. I mean, who who really likes ants? But looking at the more recent, you know, Bullfrog and other people trying to take on themes that are a little bit different – I took a closer look at this because I would have normally passed it, and it looks really good. Um, it's not very realistic, thank thankfully, in the ants. <laughs> but it, yeah, I don't think I'd play one that's really realistic. But the mechanics of it, where you are trying to explore the world around you, and uh, you're trying to populate new territories, and you're of course competing with all the other players for your territories. It just looks like a really interesting card and tile based game. So um, I wanted to sh- to pick this one because it just it looks really cool the way that they've got it. The art is actually really tastefully done. Has kind of a eh, not quite watercolor look, but it, it's really close to it. So they're looking for twenty thousand, and they're currently at three thousand eight hundred eighty nine with eighty four backers. So they're nineteen percent funded, and they're actually going to yeah June third. They're going for quite some time. So then 
I'll go ahead and go with my franchise pick of Rise to Power, a city building card game. And you get the franchise because I chose that as well. I had a feeling. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, you want to know, here's the only reason I almost didn't pick it. And this is sad. Oh. But I didn't get to do picks until late tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't get re- to really do any research. And I just went... I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to do the conversion right now. But then I went back and did it anyway. <laughs> and I was just thinking, I'm glad you did the conversion because I forgot to. <laughs> 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 Yay. So it's good that we're both going to talk about it. But yeah, Rise to Power. I, I like city building games. Uh, Suburbia happens to be one of our, it's actually, in fact, my f- husband's favorite game of all time. And it's really neat to see it in a in a card game. I'm not saying it's exactly like Suburbia, obviously, but this place where you can build up your city. So they've got it set where it, they've got a new energy source dubbed Prism. So all these power companies are scrambling to extract this Prism and be able to uh, deliver it to everybody. And so you take turn getting this Prism and fulfilling district contracts. And I think it's really neat the way that their cards are double-sided where you can put a card out for like a, a permanent uh, ongoing ability or you put it out as like a temporary ability that it's one time power that uh, activates and i think that's a really interesting way to strategize the card game so do you want to help me with the conversion sure <laughs> yeah and i'll just say i mean i same concept it's uh, it looks one it it's a clean crisp mm-hmm. art style yes that i really really liked and kind of you know that clean crisp futuristic kind of art style so i like what they did with the the cards and, and the way the city kind of builds out and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool too. Mm. Let's see. Uh, when I checked, it was at 44%. Now it's in Australian dollars. So they were looking for 12,000 Australian, which ends up being, uh, $11,128 in us. They were at 5,337 Australian, which ends up being $4,949 in U.S. They had 151 backers. It ends May 26th, 25 Australian dollars. So it's at $23.18 for U.S. We'll get you the game. Nice. All right. So round three. Three. Round yep. three. All right, I got to go with my buddy, and I apologize. I didn't make you my franchise pick. I thought about it, but I wasn't sure if Sarah would pick it or not. But pull! I was going to pick it, but I figured you would, and I actually had a couple other ones I wanted to pick. Not that I don't like pull, but it's all yours. Excellent. Yes. All right, so pull is a fast-playing, trap-shooting, trick-taking inspired card game for two to four players. And just like it sounds, it's a, it's a trick taking inspired card game about, uh, sh- trap shooting, shooting clay pigeons and, uh, not hitting the birds and collecting fowls. <laughs> uh, it's a two to four player game can be played individually or as teams. And, uh, I think Chevy, it's from Chevy Dodd. He's done a really good job with this game. Megan and I did a preview video for it that's on the Kickstarter. So it is at 41%. Uh, he's looking for 5,000. He's got $2,081 right now. 111 backers ends May 20th and $16 will get you an excellent game. Nice. I'm going to pair that with Arkham Fate Accelerated Companion for Lovecraft and Cthulhu. Yeah, I was too lazy to pick something with that many words. 
It's a match. <laughs> it's a match. It's also kind of an odd thing coming out of my mouth because I'm not a big Cthulhu fan, but I'm really excited about the Fate Accelerated system because it's a, a lighter version of the Fate Core. And I really like the idea of there being more content to be used with the system. And I also think it's kind of cool that you can just, you know, get in there and start playing as one of the great ones. And uh, I can't think of a better way to do it than with Fate Accelerated. It's just so easy to start playing. I mean, I haven't yet played a game, but I've read the rules and I'm hoping to get to it sometime. But it just looks really cool that they've got a lot of world setting and character building. And it's just really easy. You can get started in like 20 minutes and get your Cthulhu on. <laughs> so they're looking for 5,000. And they're currently at 3,552, so that's 71% funded. They have 141 backers, and it goes to May 16th. Round four, I'm going to go with Yardmaster. You got it. All right. Yardmaster is a um, very, not very light, but it's a light filler type game that's uh, very thematic. You're putting your... Uh, completing your trains of different rail cars of goods and values. And you can only connect certain rail cars of the same value or, or type. So it's that collection. But I just really like the thematics of it. The simplistic uh, art style is actually very attractive to me. Normally, I'm not a fan, but it looks really good to me. And the other great pr uh, part of it is it's $15 to get the game because it's a really light filler game. It won the 2014 Ion Award, so that's pretty cool. It's uh, been playtested, and um, it's got a lot of reviews. So I'm really looking forward to that funding and hopefully getting to some stretch goals to add more content, because right now it's still kind of that light filler game, but they've got some stretch goals for some more content for the hardcore gamers. They're looking for 18,000, and they're currently at... 4,673. They got 263 backers. Oh, they're at 26%, and they're going to May 27th. I guess up against that, I will put uh, Metacell Genesis, the card game. Okay. All right. Metacell Genesis is a two-to-four player game. The core of it is set matching with variable powers. So uh, every player will have a character and uh, there's like up to four major colors in the deck. And depending on the character you pick, because there's like expansion decks and stuff, so you can kind of mix and match. Um, and actually, if you get the expansion and the base and all that good stuff, you can actually take this up to like eight players. But you can mix and match out and basically every player or every character has a color that they're you know the most powerful in so if you make a match off of that you get to activate their special ability and it might be something about like adding more cards uh to matches you've already laid down or taking another turn uh just various things like that so at its core it's it's again set matching with the amount of points you get is based on how large your set is. So, you know, if you only, you, you can, your minimum is three cards you can lay down, but if you lay down and in each color has up to 18 cards in it. So, you know, the more cards you lay down of that color in that set, the more points you get. Uh, and there are also ways for your opponents to kind of take some of those points away from you and, and all that good stuff. So it's a, it's a nice little casual and family game for sure. It is currently sitting at 26%. They're looking for $12,000. We've got $3,125 with 33 backers. Ends May 22nd. 
And $25 will get you the game. Nice. All right. So the last one on my list is Flick Wars. No, I didn't pick that one. All right. Flick Wars from Print and Play Games, which a lot of people are aware of off of BGG because they've been making games for people for quite a while. Now they have their own game. Nice. So uh, Flick Wars plays from two to four players and takes 10 minutes per player. It's a dexterity flicking game and the board is your table. Uh, so the goal is to, of the game is to eliminate all your opponent's units by deploying and outmaneuvering your opponents. Uh, so, uh, each player will get a faction with unique units and special powers. And you basically try to be the last set of discs standing, I guess. So sitting at 39%, looking for $10,000, currently at $3,951 with 70 backers. Ends May 15th, and $35 will get you the game. Up against that, I'm going to do Cops and Robbers, the card game. This one just looks like a lot of fun. You're all playing different robbers, and you're actually trying to turn the cops onto each other and get away with whatever it is you're trying to steal. And uh, that just sounds like a lot of fun. I also really like that it's a two-to-six-player game. There is... Hasn't happened a lot or has happened a lot recently where we've had more people over than less and almost all our games are two to four players. So it's limited on how many people can play. So it's really nice to have more of these games out that are two to six players. But yeah, the artwork just, it looks like a lot of fun, kind of silly, goofy, just get your other, get the other players in trouble with the cops and then steal as much as you can. So that looks like a lot of fun. Now it is in. New Zealand dollars. So they're looking for 4,000 New Zealand dollars, which translates to about 3,423 US dollars. They are currently at 1,674 New Zealand dollars, which translates to 1,432 US dollars. And the nice thing is in their own pledge levels, they um, add in the conversion, a re- a estimated conversion rate for you. So you don't have to go and look that up. So for example, the base game, I think it looks like it's 17 New Zealand dollars and they have the 1460 US or 850 pounds and 1050 for euros. So nicely they give that all in there. They've got 74 backers and they're then at 42% funded and they're going till May 17th. Well, that ends our picks for this episode. Sarah, I think we talked ahead of time, but do you have any shout outs that you thought of? No. Nope. Okay. So, nope. uh, this will be a shout out free zone this time because I don't have any this time either. The one and only shout out I, I thought about doing will end probably before I get the editing done, unfortunately. So, yeah. So, uh, once again, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for, uh, Playing along, if you are, I got to hear from a few people that do uh, say they enjoy the draft picks and thinks that, think it's an interesting thing and that we uh, sometimes come up with, with games that they don't know where we found them at because they had never heard of them until they listened to us. So that means Sarah and I are doing our job. Yay! People like us and listen to us. Woo! And at the end of the day, even with all the little, the, the mini competition kind of thing we've built mm-hmm. into this, our goal is to 
basically introduce games in a kind of fun, entertaining fashion that, yeah, maybe you haven't heard of. Maybe, you know, these yeah. aren't necessarily the most popular things we can find. That's, that's not right. our goal. <laughs> nope. So thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Jeff King. And I'm Sarah Reed. And as always, go on out there, check out these projects, find a few uh, gems of your own, but in the end of the day, pick a winner. Yeah. This podcast is a proud member of the GeekCast Network. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other podcasts with a geek culture slant, head over to geekcastnetwork.com, where you will find podcasts such as Two Bald Geeks, a podcast by two bald horror movie fans that dissect one horror movie a month, saving the spoilers for last. The GeekCast Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at geekcastnetwork.com.